The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. Today, we are talking about entrepreneurship and regular people becoming entrepreneurs. My guest, and with me right here in the studio, is Kino Mullings. He's the managing director of the Mullings Group and founder of the Institute of Entrepreneurship and Leadership. Today, we're going to talk about how he helps to develop startups, corporations, and nonprofits through education and a process improvement consulting. He's constantly pushing and encouraging people to discover their purpose and their goals and create the businesses that they were meant to start. So we're definitely going to talk about his trainings and his bootstrap boot camp in this whole hour with Kino Mullings. Welcome, Kino. Hi, Patricia. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. All right. Well, I want you to talk about, this is amazing because talk about entrepreneurship. That's who you are. Right. I mean, you created this institute of entrepreneurship and leadership. Yes. Called IEL. IEL. Um, Why did you decide to create this and how did this come about? Wow. So I'm from Jamaica and um, from a family of entrepreneurs. I, I get a lot of my... Uh, entrepreneurial instincts, if you will, from my uh, my grandmother and my uh, my dad, you know, who com- currently still runs his own business, and my grandmother, she's in her 80s, and um, I've just always seen her as an entrepreneur. Um, you know, never went to college, bootstrapped, built her home, her own home cash, and so I've always had that in me. And so in corporate America, fast forward, went to college in the U.S. in corporate America, um, I always wondered, you know, how can I start my own business here, mm-hmm. not wanting to sit at a desk and, um, you know, be a software engineer, just, you know, a desk job, if you will. And so, you know, got introduced to a couple of principals, you know, Steve Blank, customer development, and Eric Rice, Lean Startup. And they're all in the tech world. I wondered, you know, for regular people, how do, how do regular people get started? And it just popped in my head, you know, um, the five pillars of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you need? You need to understand who you are. You need to understand money and how that works. You need to be able to start your business, but just also run the business, which mm-hmm. is different from starting, and leave a legacy, you know. Um, now, now, let me ask you, when you, when you started to do this or tried to do it, where were you coming from? Were you coming from your own entrepreneurial background or had you worked in corporate or in business? Worked in corporate. Um, you know, I wouldn't call my background like, entre- a, nine, like a nine to five nine job. To five, nine to five job. You and know? you decided to just jump right and, in. I decided to jump right in. And this was, you know, and I took many dips in the water, you know, several jumps. Uh, nope, not quite right. Didn't work. Come back out, then jump back in and, you know, jump. I'm back in again. Um, you know, and my entrepreneurial stint before that as a kid, you know, um, when I was 11, I started, um, I, I guess you could say started a company. Um, I sold stationery. 
you know, in Jamaica. Um, I, I took a trip to the U.S., bought a whole bunch of stationery. And someone wow. in my high school said, hey, can I have a pen? I said, I'll sell it to you. He said, yes. Like, oh, woohoo, you can make yeah, money doing this. You know, so all those different things. So, so my question is, you know, having come from corporate mm-hmm. and having steadiness, um, was it hard for you just to kind of say, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to become my own boss. It was, was difficult. It, scary it was scary. It was scary. It was. But um, why did you do it? What's the reward the, the reward is the freedom, and it's and not just the freedom, but what you do with that freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my commute was anywhere from 15, 10, 20 hours per week. It was a part-time job, my commute. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. But the freedom to be able to spend more time with my children and my wife. Um, my boys are now homeschooled, so I teach two of the classes with them. I teach That's them entrepreneurship and technology. So your life is richer. Oh, so much more richer. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're tough days. You know, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, it is not for the faint of heart, but um, it's, it's a family enterprise where my entire family, my wife and my children, so all they're all involved yeah, in it, and, uh, which makes it so much more easier. One of the things you write about I find interesting is you say your vision is to end poverty through entrepreneurship. Yes. What do you mean? Today in America, we hear a lot about education and jobs. You know, we need to train, 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 educate, 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 and provide jobs, provide jobs, provide jobs. But what I find is that what we're developing is a pool of implementers who are always going to need the next job, who are Mm. always going to need training, Mm. who are always going to need to retool themselves. And so when jobs go overseas and life or technology advances, you're always going to have a segment of people that are left behind. Mm. What I think is important is for us to develop creators. And um, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurs are some of the greatest creators that I know because you're seeing a problem. You're looking at the world and you say, hey, there's a problem. I have a solution and I can monetize that solution. Mm -hmm. And what you find with creators and when you develop creators and train creators, what you'll have happen is they're going to create jobs. Mm -hmm. They're going to create opportunity for others. But um, with entrepreneurship, when you can be Mm self-sustaining, I mean, the the, the pride, the joy to Mm -hmm. be able to provide for your family. Of course, it means you're a successful entrepreneur, right? You're you're generating revenue. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I agree because I'm an entrepreneur. I also think it's being able to take that vision that you had mm-hmm. and actually see it come to fruition and see that it's working right. that's a, that's very powerful it's kind of like in a way like a painting right. you know you've, you've created this design and now it's on canvas and it's real and you did it it was you yes that's that's an yes. amazing I think that's an amazing thing particularly yes. if you love it and most entrepreneurs do love what they do or they wouldn't do it right it's it just as you said it's it's not for the faint hearted. Right now, you say that your mission is to develop a nation of entrepreneurial leaders who, through commerce, usher solutions that solve problems and meet the needs of others. Mm-hmm. Well, I have this very controversial statement. Okay, and you ready? You Go sure ahead. you just can handle it? I think it'll be fun. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Exciting. So, the reason for businesses is not to make money. So that's the big gasp. It's to solve problems and provide a platform for us to be who we are now. Money is extremely important because if you're not making money, right. it's not a business, it's a hobby. Right. So but what you're saying is the main goal isn't, oh, I'm going to get up today and just make money. Right. That it, The goal is to do this work and you need to make money as a byproduct of that. And you, you should make money as a byproduct because if you don't, then you're not succeeding. M- making money is a proof of doing good business. Um, you know, it's, 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 
it's, it's, it's how you can say, hey, prove to me that you've, you've done good business today. Mm-hmm. Here's the money that I've made, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and so... And it's using your, your wisdom in the right way. I mean, because, again, unless you said it's a hobby, mm-hmm. you, know, you do have to figure out that monetary component. Exactly. Exactly. And so here's the grand experiment that I'm currently in the middle of. How can you generate tremendous social impact and generate wealth at the same time? Because today it seems to be either or. I'm either a nonprofit not making any money, barely having ends meet, or I'm a for-profit corporation that's you know making as much as possible and not mm. necessarily generating quality. But is it possible to do both? And I think it is. And I think that's why you know in our mission when we talk about developing a whole nation, because it's not just you or me. It starts with us, but then from us to our families, to our communities. And I think we can really make an impact. Well, uh, I also nation. think when you talk about entrepreneurialism too, Kino, you're talking about us taking responsibility. Now, there are people that work in nine-to-five jobs that they just go in, they punch the clock, they do their thing, and they go home. Right. And so... They're not necessarily taking responsibility for making things happen. Mm -hmm. They're fulfilling whatever that job is. So I think the other part of entrepreneurialism is teaching us responsibility, Mm -hmm. creating new ideas, um, being accountable. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're still accountable when you have a job. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to to in any way um, de-emphasize that. But I think entrepreneurialism is different because then you have to make sure things are happening. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's, it's up to you. The buck stops with you. you know? Exactly. Whereas in 9 to 5, the buck doesn't stop with you. Unless, unless you craft yourself. If you're an employee, um, employee right. you can craft yourself as an entrepreneur with one client. And if you look at your 9 to 5 job from that perspective, it's a whole new yeah, world. Very it's a whole new perspective. Where you really take responsibility for the success of what you're doing that you know will impact the whole company. Exactly. Exactly. And you You're have one big client. Exactly. Yeah. That's, and, then, and then you perform differently, don't you? It's totally different because you have a sense of ownership. Yeah. Well, and I think um, more companies may be doing that, although many companies don't. They don't encourage their employees to act that way. Would you agree? I would. I mean, if you think about the term human resources... Right. If you think you're calling someone a resource, mm-hmm. you know, um, I've been called a, a cog in the machine. You know, um, this is the machinery that we use to pr- uh, produce our product and so forth. And you are a resource in that machine. And if you think of yourself as part of a machine, those parts are replaceable. And I think companies have lost the human element, the human component. And that's why crowdsourcing is becoming so popular these days, where individuals are deciding to work for themselves and freelance versus having to go into an environment where it mm-hmm. feels thankless or it feels uh, empty, you know? Because mm-hmm. uh, what do you trade your time? You're trading your time, your talent, and your flexibility for money. But it's not just money. It's money and meaning. And if mm-hmm. there's no meaning with that money, then, you know, you'll ultimately leave or be dissatisfied. Yeah, I think it's so true. So I think one of the things you're kind of implying is if people listening to this have a full-time job, that's fine. But take ownership and try to really make a difference so you feel that you're really making a contribution. Yes. You're not just there punching the clock. Think like an entrepreneur. Yeah. And that would make, that would, and and, and in that sense, you're very valuable because you're really keeping your eye out for the bottom line. Exactly. Even though it's not your personal bottom line. Right. Right. 
And you make that bottom line also, the company's bottom line yours, and you see where there's synergies with your own personal goals and um, the things that you're trying to accomplish. And, All, right. Um, yeah. All right. What we're going to do next is take a break, and we're going to give out your website. And when we come back, because we have a whole hour, we're going to talk about um, this bootstrap boot camp that mm-hmm. you have that's very interesting. So... Uh, my guest is Kino Mullings, and Kino is the managing director of the Mullings Group and founder of the Institute of Entrepreneurship and Leadership. We're talking about developing startups. We're talking about what entrepreneurship is and how can people find you online. Okay, so folks can find me online at themullingsgroup.com. That's T-H-E-M-U-L-L-I-N-G-S group.com. Or at our um, uh, Bootstrap Bootcamp website at bootstrapbootcamp.com. Okay. And Mullings is M-U-L-L-I-N-G-S. Correct. All right. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And I'm Patricia Raskin. And we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show and welcome back welcome back to the patricia raskin show right here on voice america america's voice 
My guest for the whole hour is Kino Mullings. He's the managing director of the Mullings Group and founder of the Institute of Entrepreneurship and Leadership. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about entrepreneurship and leadership. Welcome back, Kino. Thank you, Patricia. All right. So now we're talking about bootstrap boot camp. Now, sounds a little tough, is it? <laughs> it is. It is really oh, tough. All right. Go and ahead. Um, I, I, I got the idea from, I was telling you earlier, I learned from Eric Rice, you know, just reading the, his material, Steve Blank, and the Lean Startup. And, you know, the whole concept of Lean Startup was pretty interesting and intriguing. And I thought, well, what if you don't have... You know, what if you're a bootstrapper? What if you're you're just getting started and you're you're funding it yourself? And mm-hmm. I thought of oh, bootstrap startup. And then, well, what if you did it in one day, a one day program? Which initially this was a one day program, suicide, complete suicide, and um, that's what the name bootstrap bootcamp came about. Because it was too too much. It was too, too intense. much. It was too, too intense, intense. In and one time. In one day, and mm-hmm. even now we have the program in different ways, um, either online, you know, take at your own pace. Uh, 12 weeks or um, a three-day course, and it's still intense uh, because we spend uh, so much time developing the individual first, um, changing that mindset to have that entrepreneurial mindset, which is difficult to teach and has to be experienced and lived and evolved. And uh, we force students to come to grips with who they are. And sometimes when someone's forcing you to think about who you are, what you've done, and where you're going, it's, it's scary, it's difficult, mm-hmm. and it's really intense. And so once we have that mental development and that breakthrough and tears sometimes, um, then we dive into, all right, now you're ready. Now what business are you going to start? How are you going to change the world? And let's get dive deep into business model development, financials, and all those components of developing a successful business. Mm-hmm. So that's what you do. Now here are some of the things that people learn in the boot camp, right? They learn about getting rid of chaos and clutter. Mm-hmm. Explain that. So, in terms of their paper, in terms of their life, I mean, the simplest thing is your paper. Um, the more <laughs> that's, where, that's where I get my clutter. Right. My oh, paper. me too. It's it's paper. It's paper. Um, the more complicated thing is is our life. Um, what I found is that uh, if someone has problems with uh, chaos and clutter in their life, they're going to have problems with time, money, or both. It goes without saying. If I come into someone's house and it's messy, I know they have time problems. I know they have money issues. And what I found is that if we can get rid of or have a system of getting rid of chaos and clutter in our life, then we can put the rest of our life um, in order, time-wise and money-wise. So here's what I mean. We use what's called a sum approach. Stop, seen, unseen, and maintain. So Mm -hmm. first it's stop. What's causing that madness? You know, if it's dishes in the sink or paper all over or a bad relationship, just stop. Just start there. Just stop. Don't go and um, in the neighborhood of that person anymore. Don't put another sheet of paper on the table. Don't drop any more clothes on the floor. Just stop the madness. Then it's seen. Deal with the visual clutter. Because if you can see it, it's going to make, mess with your brain subliminally. So, you know, I tell students, stuff paper onto the bed. Stuff it in the closet. Don't, and, you know, it's like, well, that's not being clean. It's like, well, visually it is. Because it's not a one-day process, right? Because mm-hmm. if you try to get this done in one day, you will fail. So deal with the visual clutter and then unseen. You deal with the, the clutter that you don't see. That's when you pull the paper from under the bed and you open the box one box at a time. Mm-hmm. And that relationship, you're dealing with, well, here's why this relationship is toxic. And so, here's why I have to deal with it. So the you're saying put things in the box first just to get them 
Uh, visually, right. Visually. But, the then, visual but then it's still clutter, so you still want to go back That's in. That's the unseen. So you deal with what's unseen. So the seen part is you pr- uh, pretend that a VIP is coming to your house in 15 minutes. Right, you, got then, the right. you put everything in the closet. You I've done that. Exactly. But then, but then I go back into the closet. That's later. the unseen. Right. And you go back later. But that doesn't have to be a 15-minute process. That can be over the course of a few exactly. days or weeks exactly. and so forth. Right, what about how to live a debt-free life? This is something else that your bootstrap boot camp students learn. Right. So we just talk with um, talk about simple um, financial management because these things will amplify in your business. You know, if you're not stewarding a hundred dollars when you're stewarding ten thousand or a million dollars, it becomes you know you amplify the problems. Um, balance budget and government. If you want, you know, it'd be interesting to see what the politicians' personal finances look like. And, um, you know, I, I can bet it's a reflection of what we see in our country. So we talk to individuals, you know, what are the four things you can do with money? Give, save, um, spend, and invest. Those are the four things you do with money. Give. Give. Save. Save. Spend. And invest. Interesting. You know, and that's the all you can do with money and understanding that those should be done and probably in that order. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that would usually lead or help you develop as a good financial steward. So that when you come into your millions or whatever it is, wherever your, your entrepreneurial ventures lead you, then it won't be wasted and it will um, have the most impact and do the most All right. good. Now, here's, here's one that I believe in and I live on, and that's how to live life on purpose. Mm-hmm. And then these three things have purpose. How to live your life on purpose, mm-hmm. how to start a plan on purpose, how to plan on purpose. and how mm-hmm. to start a business on purpose. So let's look at the word purpose. Right. So... You know, when you you are accomplishing one goal after another, whether it's someone else's goal or your own goal, even someone sitting and watching a television program, you're accomplishing the goal of the person who created the program. So the whole point is, why not live life accomplishing your goals? Now, if you're going to accomplish your goals, you have to put some why behind it. And that's the whole why behind purpose. Like, who are you? What are you best suited for? I know, Patricia, you're great at many things. But you shouldn't be doing everything. You should be, you know, uh, folks will say stay in your lane. Right. You know, and what is that lane? That lane is your purpose. It is figuring out who you are and how you're bent and, you know, what are your strengths. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a book some time ago, Strengths Finder uh, 2.0. There's a Mm -hmm. whole um, assessment. And I love it because it amplifies, it helps you to um, define what your strengths are and how do you amplify those strengths. Mm -hmm. Instead of um, always working on your weaknesses, you know, and that's what we're taught in school, you know, not weaknesses like, well, don't lie, steal, cheat. Those things, you, you know, moral weaknesses you deal with. But things like, you know, you're not very organized. Let's say we just talked about organization. But understanding that that's a weakness and your strength may be delegation, then what do you do? You hire someone to come in and keep your house clean. Well, I really believe in that <laughs> because I think, and I think also it, it hurts what, us when we try to do everything. I mean, times, there are times when my assistant's not here and I have to type in things that somebody else can do. And I feel like that's taking me away from the things I do best. Right. And particularly when you have to think about earning an income, you want to think about those things that you do best because you're driving that income. Exactly. You know, and typing in a title or cropping a picture for what I do, unless I'm the web designer, isn't doing it for me. Exactly. It has to be done. Exactly. I don't have to do it. Right. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Randy Wilburn, um, he would say, um, start working uh, in your business and work on your business. Mm. Yeah, I think there's another part of this I'd love you to address too, and that's where people say, work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. Explain that. So, I mean, that's all about 
um, I tell my students, you know, tactics without strategy is futile. So, you know, you're tossing up a website, you're printing business cards, you're going here and there to this meetup. And so you're working hard, you're really, you know, pedal to the metal, pressing it. But it's not smart, you know, it's not optimizing your time. So like you said, you know, your time will probably be better spent relationship building versus cropping a picture for a website. Mm -hmm. Smarter is hiring someone or bringing an intern or hiring, you know, a professional to get that done for you um, instead of staying up until midnight harder getting all this done. So I think, you know, smarter would be having a strategy, you know, developing your business model, understanding who you are. Harder would be, you know, getting a loan from a bank and just hoping that it works and just, mm -hmm. you know, hoping that it works, having sales every day and doing everything you can to get that revenue in versus being smarter. Right. Or, or I think that brings me to another point because I've done this too. Um, and that's putting all your eggs in one basket. Like, oh, I'm going to get this one thing. And oh, if I do, gee. it's going to be, and yeah. I've, I've done that. I've done that too. Yeah. You know, and it, it works for a while, but if all your eggs are in one basket, you know, what happens when that goes away? Exactly. You know, or when you have your hopes just on one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean the, the yogis will tell you, the spiritual people will tell you, you put it out there mm -hmm. and you let it go. <laughs> yeah. And I know that's hard to do when we want something. Right. But, um, you know, put it out there. What was it? Uh, actually, I've had religious people say this. Doing the job is your work. Mm -hmm. Then you put it out there, right? Mm -hmm. Trying is your work. Mm -hmm. And the results and the outcome is God's work. If yeah. you want to look at it from a spiritual perspective. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, I'm a person of faith as well. And, you know, I... I, I look at, you know, to draw biblical parallels, right? You yeah. know, I look at um, Old Testament battles where, you know, children of Israel, they'll array themselves in battle and then God does it. You know, but they still had to show up. Exactly. You know, so even if you have hope or you have faith, you, you still have to be prepared. You and still you have, have to, to be ready. You still have to do the work that's necessary and show up. You know, because yeah. if you don't show up, yeah. you can't get, nothing will happen if you don't show well, up. Well, I found that very comforting when I heard that because I feel like sometimes I'll try for different things and they don't happen. And then I get into why did it happen, self-blame. And I mm -hmm. have to realize as long as I'm trying and I'm putting it out there, something eventually is going to happen. Yes. You just have to keep doing it and doing it smarter. Mm -hmm. You know, you may, we were talking about this off air today. You said, you know, I used to go to all the networking meetings. Mm -hmm. Now I don't go to all of them. Me too. I right. went to everything. Mm -hmm. And now I'm much more, now I think about it. I said, well, you know, do I really think I'll make the right contacts? And you don't know. Right. I mean, you may have met someone at that meeting you missed, but again, you have to be as strategic as possible. Exactly. Otherwise, you know, otherwise that's all you're doing. Right. And, you know, um, I think I shared you this before, right? Um, every entrepreneur has eight jobs. Well, eight yeah, or nine jobs. You know, it's true. It's um, um, personal development. It's team building. Yeah. It's relationship building. Yeah. It's client development. It's mm -hmm. delivery. It's sales. It's product development. It's yeah. marketing. It's operations. Um, so you have to understand, you know, where are your strengths, what are you outsourcing, and what's best that you spend yeah. your time it's, on. It's interesting when you say that because I think of my radio show. I have another show on a network. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and people who work at that station, now I'm an entrepreneur, but mm -hmm. people who work at that station, they go in and they just sit down and they do the interview like I'm doing. Right. However, they have salespeople and producers right. and writers. Right. Well, I'm the salesperson, mm -hmm. I'm the marketer, mm -hmm. I'm the producer of the show, right. I'm the creator, I own the company, and I'm the interviewer. Right. So you're right. It's like five or six different jobs that some people just do one. Right. And that's all they do all day. Right. 
and you know you can accelerate your success if you can do that but you know you have to start somewhere exactly you know and, and you do what you're best at and and that's another point right. you know i'm best at interviewing and also selling and marketing because i i know my material mm-hmm. so somebody else can help me with the writing somebody else can put up my website or do the graphics right and for me to do it it's going to take me twice as long right and it's not using my best talent exactly so i've learned that over the years now sometimes i have to do it right and so then you do it yeah. And I think another part of this, Kino, is that we still have to know how to do the other jobs. Yes. Or most of them. Yes. You have to deliver something, right? There's some product or service that you what if, at least what have if your to person's have. out that day? Exactly. Right? And I've had that too. And then you go, oh, I don't know how to do this. Right. And then you feel paralyzed. Right. So it's important that you try to learn the other jobs. At least enough agree? of the other jobs. I, I 100% agree. Just to agree. handle it. Exactly. When someone's out. All right, we're going to take another break. Uh, Again, my guest is Kino Mullings, Manager Director of the Mullings Group and founder of the Institute of Entrepreneurship and Leadership. Now, do you teach your workshops online or in person? How does that work? Uh, So we do our workshop online. So we have a free version that we're just just the slides. We also do the workshop in person, and um, folks can register and come to the workshops. Um, All right, tell people how they can do that. Uh, so go to bootstrapbootcamp.com um, mm-hmm. and slash register, and they'll be able to register for either the online course or they can come in person in Providence uh, and do the course. We also partner with nonprofits who want us to bring the course to them. Okay. And again, the website is? Bootstrapbootcamp.com. All right. Or Kino Mulling or the Mullings Group. The Mullings Group. M U L L I N G S dot com. Yes. All right. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with Kino Mullings for the whole hour. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Museums are great places to work and wonderful places to visit. But are they essential? How can we improve our museum practice so that museums remain vital and essential players in society? Listen for Museum Life with host Carol Bossert, where each week we'll discuss timely and topical issues of concern to the museum community. Museum Life can be heard live every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. 
You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com are listening to the Patricia Raskin show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin show. Hi everyone and welcome back. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin show right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And my guest for the whole hour today is Kino Mullings. He's the managing director of the Mullings Group and founder of the Institute of Entrepreneurship and Leadership. And that's what we're talking about today, his entrepreneurship and leadership. All right. One of the things that I promised in our description that you talk about, Kino, uh-huh. is the five pillars of entrepreneurship. Right. And the first one is understand money. Yes. Yeah, that's an important one. Go ahead. That is huge. Um, you know, if you think about um, the American financial system, you know, you have a, a credit report and that number, you know, um, folks are defined by that number, you know, oh, I have a low score or, oh, I have a high score. You mm-hmm. know, there, there's a sense of pride or shame with that number. What that number really says is that you're good at being a debtor. You're good at, you know, um, you know, we talked about, you know, we did excerpts of scripture that says the bar is slave, um, the bar is slave to the lender. Really, you're expert. You're a good slave is what your number is saying. And but that understanding what that whole uh, financial system is like, whether in this country or another country, or how do you use your wealth to get ahead, is so important because that's where you're either ahead or behind. Right. So what you're saying is it's not enough to make the money. You have to know how to use it properly. You have to know how to use it properly. You have and, and to know how to teach your tool, children as right? well. And it's a tool. It's you know, a tool. And, and how much you're going to spend on marketing, how much you're going to spend on employees, how much you're going to spend on learning and education. I mean, exactly. all of that goes in. And then how much you're going to make for profit, or will you make a profit in the beginning? And can you stand not to make a profit in the beginning? Exactly. All of that. Exactly. You know, and, um, you know, knowing how, how much you're going to spend on yourself, because you have to spend money on yourself. Yeah. Personal development is essential. Yeah, I'd like to say something about that, because I think when people say, oh, I'm going to get a massage, or I'm going to take a yoga class, mm-hmm. yeah, or I'm going to do acupuncture, I'm going to take a vitamin, mm-hmm. and they'll say, oh, you don't need all that. You, know, you mm-hmm. really have to do that. It's like, it's a luxury. Well, it's not a luxury, because mm-hmm. if you're an entrepreneur, you're it. So if I don't take care of myself or feel good or I eat the wrong food or I don't exercise at all right. or I don't do any stress management techniques, right. then I won't be as great in my business. Exactly. There are no sick days. Yeah. <laughs> there are no sick yeah, days don't for Don't remind us. me. Yeah. Very, very true. So that's really understanding. So do you think that people should take – do you think people should work with a financial planner? Um, I think yes, eventually. Um, you know, you may have so little that, you know, you can't work with a financial plan. There's nothing to plan. Um, but at bare minimum, you should have a budget. Bare minimum. Yeah. You know, the, starting with a budget that you stick with. The other thing I think that's important for me as a bookkeeper, 
I, I mean, to me, that's yes, my that's like my volume or my tranquilizer. That's gold. I mean, and I always say, I always joke, if it was the last thing I had to give up in my business, it would be the bookkeeper. Yeah. Because she comes in and she tells me exactly. You know, mm-hmm. she says, okay, here's what you spent. Here's what you hear. Here's your profit and loss. Here's your stuff. And it's like a map. She hands me right. a map every week. Right. And I don't, I don't worry. I mean, I look at everything. Mm-hmm. But also, too, I think that other people can see things you can't. Right. You know, she's going to read a statement in a way that I don't either understand or I wasn't thinking of it. Exactly. And that's why she's a bookkeeper. And exactly. you're not. Exactly. And, that, that's per- and that's one of the things about working smarter, not harder, using strategy versus tactics, yeah. is yeah. having someone do something that you're not you know, naturally good at. And um, so that was a wise thing to do. Yeah. Well, I, I, I sing her praises all the time. All right. all right. So let's look at the second pillar of entrepreneurship. Know your individual purpose. Well, that's something I always talk about, but it's so true. And when you say purpose, you mean what your goal is, what your vision is. Give us an example of purpose. So my purpose statement is to develop and teach solutions that build wealth. And I can rattle that off. It doesn't have to mean anything to anyone else but me. But when I hear that, when um, things are rough or slow and I remind myself, this is why you're here develop and teach solutions that build wealth, holistic wealth. Right. It gives me energy. It gives me, you know, I, right. I'm, I'm ready to run. Exactly. Yeah. And mine is mm-hmm. to help people turn problems into solutions through my media programs. There you through go. The media. Right. And that keeps you as going. As a facilitator, as a catalyst. Exactly. And that's your why. Yes. That's your why. And if you yes. don't have a why, yeah. how sad it is to go through life every day without yeah. your why. Yeah. Especially if you're doing something that you don't love or enjoy. Um, it's like... Um, if you didn't like vegetables and you're eating vegetables and you know, say you have to eat your vegetables because it makes you healthy, okay, I'll eat them. But if you say you have to eat vegetables just because, then it doesn't, right, doesn't give you the reason. It doesn't give you the reason. The reason. So yeah. it, it's your why. Right. So that's very important. So um, you also write here, this is interesting. You say here in, in your statement about purpose, mm-hmm. you write to be poor is to have a lack and to have no hope of more, and that poverty is a mindset with symptoms of lack and greed. Yes. So, you know, I was thinking, you know, thinking about my home state, Rhode Island, which I love dearly. Um, You know, I I had to think, well, what is poverty? Is poverty really not having money? And it came to me that it really isn't. It's it's really a lack of hope. And, you know, that's our our state state Mm -hmm. motto, right? Hope. Um, It's a lack of hope. And when you have... Um, lack and no hope of more, that's when the poverty mindset yeah, comes into interesting. play. You know what I say on my radio show all the time? Mm-hmm. This is a program about hope. Right. This is what we give to our listeners. Right. So hope of possible solutions. If you listen to these radio shows and all they do is bash other people and talk about how awful it is, you leave with no hope. You have no hope. And if you have no hope and things become dark, that's when you stop trying. Exactly. Right. And in the, the right. greed part of it um, is that by this statement, a rich person can be poor. Like a, what you consider someone with a lot yes. of money can be yes. poor. Because what is it? You know, if, if someone has a lot of money and they, they once experienced lack and they never want to get back there again. So they hoard and they get everything they can. They make the prices as expensive as it can be, um, quality as low as it can be, so that they can keep as much wealth to themselves. But Greed, it won't last. It won't last. But that's also poverty because you have no hope. That, you know, that tomorrow will be better. So you hoard mm-hmm. everything today. Mm-hmm. So true. All right. Let's look at the third pillar of entrepreneurship. Start businesses. 
You're right. Once money is understood and purpose is known, now students or people who work with you in your courses will be able to start solid businesses and purpose-driven businesses. Right. And um, that's what we're talking about before, whereas um, you know, businesses exist to solve problems and a platform for you to be who you are. And the proof of this is making money. So, you know, um, a lot of times folks don't start businesses because there's no simple process. Step one, do this. Step two and three and so forth. Well, then it's overwhelming. It is overwhelming. Right. Then it's overwhelming. Um, but if you look at it in pieces, right. um, we use tools, um, you know, like um, Alex Osterwalder's Business Model Canvas and Value Proposition Canvas um, and tools like that to really simplify the whole um you know, the whole business development process. And we focus a lot on business model development versus business plan development. Um, but the difference being, with a business plan, thick document, you can hire someone to write it for you. Uh, but once you meet your first customer, it's wrong because it's your best guess. But using a business model design, you're able to um, develop a, a model that's agile, a model that pivots or changes once you meet your customer. And the customer said, you know what? That's not really what I want to pay you for. I want to pay you for this instead. And you, you instantly pivot your business model. Right, because you already have a plan. You already so have you a plan. So you have something you can look at. Exactly. Right. And a simple tool that you can look at, which is crucial right. uh, because a business plan can be daunting. Now, it's necessary once you have finished startup phase and you're now scaling your business or you're getting funding. But in the beginning, it's, it's hardly ever necessary. Mm. But that then gives us to the fourth point. That brings us to running your business effectively. You say running a business is not the same as starting a business. No. New businesses need support. And then you write that you, you need to have processes and proven strategies that have already been tried and tested. Right. And um, that's kind of what you were saying is it's starting is different. It's setting it up. It's, it's kind of like the campaign for president, right? And then being president. It's I mean, <laughs> in a way it is. It's a rude awakening. Yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of things. That now you you're brought. in it. Exactly. Right. Now you're right. in it and you've said things and you've made promises right. and um, you realize, well, you know what? I didn't have all the information. Yeah. I, mean, I, I can't tell you how many times for, um, for me personally, um, you know, even starting this, this entrepreneurship journey, um, I've pivoted so many times because what I mm. thought I knew um, it really wasn't what I knew at all. No. Well, that brings me to something else, too, because this happens to me in my businesses. You know, you're always thinking, mm -hmm. so then you'll try something. Mm -hmm. You'll say, you know what, maybe I'll try, and you'll try it, mm -hmm. and it may not work. Right. Right? So then you go back, mm -hmm. but you have to try new things. You have to. And you have to realize that some of those things you try won't work. Right. Or, you know, you've tried this. But then the other part of this that's hard is that sometimes you'll try it and you'll try it and it doesn't work. Right. But a year later, it might work. It might work. Timing. So that's that. But that's tricky. It is very tricky. Because you don't you don't really know. You just have to kind of intuit and see what the climate is. Right. The climate might be ready now, mm -hmm. and they weren't ready last year. Mm -hmm. I've seen that happen. Oh, I've seen it happen too. Yeah. And and you know you can't take it personally when the market rejects you. Because right. what will happen is that you tried it once, market rejects it, and you're like, well, I'm never going to try that again. Yep. And you miss the yep. bus, you know, a, yep. a year from yep. now. Right. Or sometimes, like in my case, like in the beginning, I didn't get the opportunities I'm getting now. Right. Same opportunity, but right. I'm more known. You're more known. My bi my business is more built. Right. So. Isn't that yeah. funny? Like, yeah. you know, well, and, that, and I think that's what's... Um, mercurial about being in your own business it's kind of like any relationship you know mm -hmm. there's always that that hidden factor that you just you're not sure 
Right. You know, I mean, you could meet somebody tomorrow at a gathering and they could be your next partner. You have no idea. Exactly. And that's why building relationships, I mean, the so human important. element is so yeah. important. Yeah. It you know, really building is. relationships with individual and developing that, not looking at someone as a, as a, as a dollar sign um, right. or as a number, but hey, I'm building an actual relationship. <laughs> you know, I tell my students to call their clients their people. You know, yeah. those are your people and it's, you have to think about your people. I have a friend and I love talking about her. Her name is Paula Marshall. Mm-hmm. She owns Bama Industries. It's a $300 million company in Tulsa. She comes on my program often. And they make all the apple pies and fast food desserts for McDonald's, mm. for Walmart. She has plants all over the world. The most wonderful down-to-earth woman. She does not call her employees employees. Team members. Team members. Exactly. I got that from Dave Ramsey. I mean, team members. It's- and she oh, yeah. is, she's right there with them. And, you know, I think she even built like a special wing for them that they could go and relax or a special room she has for right. them to relax and right. have stress management or she provides counseling. I mean, That's it's, amazing. It's, it really is. That's and, amazing. And she's very special. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the fifth pillar of entrepreneurship, which is leaving a legacy. And then we're going to go back and review all of these different things. And what are the key things that entrepreneurs should know? You know, or maybe you can share, you know, what keeps you going and I can share what keeps me going because we've we've both been in this for a while yes all right you're listening to the Patricia Raskin show right here on voiceamerica.com America's Voice I'm Patricia Raskin and Kino just give us your websites again so it's themullingsgroup.com t-h-e-m-u-l-l-i-n-g-s group.com or bootstrapbootcamp.com okay and again all the information is there you do a lot of online courses and webinars online courses and live courses as well all right All right, again, we'll be right back right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you a pet parent? If so, you'll want to stay up to date on the latest tech gadgets and advances for your canine or feline friend. With a ton of apps, websites, tech toys, and more, you'll want to be in the know when it comes to the real treasures and the duds. For that information, listen for Pet Lover Geek with host Lorian Clemens. We test and discuss what's hot and what's not on the pet front, so you'll be better informed. Tune in Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. A wave of change is happening in our world now. A new feminine way of leadership is emerging. Yet this is not about women taking over. This rise of the feminine is helping men too. Join host Gina Lazenby, award-winning businesswoman, best-selling author, and speaker on feminine wisdom as she reports on the rise of the feminine with inspiring stories of women who are coming into their own and finding their unique purpose. Tune in and join this conversation in the rise of the feminine each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live 
the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show and welcome back welcome back to the patricia raskin show so happy to be with you today. Um, my guest today is Kino Mullings. He's the managing director of the Mullings Group, and he's the founder of the Institute of Entrepreneurship and Leadership, and we're talking about everything having to do with entrepreneurship. We're both entrepreneurs, so we <laughs> both understand it, but he has a whole institute around it. Welcome back, Kino. Thank you for having me, All Patricia. right, so we were talking about the five pillars of entrepreneurship, five and of we've already talked about understanding money, knowing your purpose, starting your business, mm-hmm. and then running your business effectively. Mm-hmm. And the fifth one is leaving a legacy. Leaving Talk about a legacy. That. That's, I think that's just as important. Because what a shame it would be that after you have spent your life toiling and creating something, that after you've passed, it's done. It's ended. There's nothing left. Or um, you had ideals of what you wanted your enterprise to be, what you, the vision you wanted to accomplish. But the caretakers that you left behind you um, have totally messed it up. If you think of it like, you know, our country, um, you know, the founding fathers, you know, there's a constitution and this idealism as to what the American experiment would be. And then today, are we good custodians of their legacy? And, you know, you can, there are many, you know, such examples you could draw from. So I think with a business enterprise, especially where I was saying before, you know, high social impact, high profit, you know, I think it can coexist. Um, you know, who's taking this business after you? Who's taking this vision and running with it? And yeah. so there are many things that have to be done. You have to write it down, make it plain, so that, you know, those who read it can run. You have to demonstrate it, not just in words and in written form. What if somebody isn't going to take it after you? Mm-hmm. I mean, what it. if you're just going to end it afterwards? Right, or maybe, you know, like in my case as a broadcaster, mm-hmm. um, it's it's sometimes you hand it on to someone else, but usually in my case it would become their own program. right. Well, I could still things. produce it. Right. But. Well, in cases like that, because, yes, yeah, certainly you have, um, especially the companies that are built around a personality, there are right. two things that can happen. Um, the, the wealth that you've generated from your business, that can live on as your legacy, mm-hmm. um, one, uh, one thing. And two, you know, if you're, um, if you're going to end and you're going to have someone else start something just like yours, um, just modeling. And, you know, so when, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you hear a show, you say, you know what, that sounds like such and such. Yeah, it's yeah. because the essence, the spirit um, mm-hmm. lives on. And, you know, this is the digital age. Your shows will live on yeah. forever. Well, that's um, wonderful. I mean, I was saying this, you know, 20 years ago, you didn't have this. I mean, right. you could listen to the radio only on the radio. Right. Today you can listen to the radio on everything. On you can. Your smartphone and on your phone and on your computer and right. your iPad, your iPod. Everything. Your smart thingy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smart. All right, let's talk about your bootstrap boot camp. You have a whole package around that where you help people start their business. Right. So after you've taken the course, uh, we have what's called the bootstrap launch package, and it's incredibly affordable. Uh, we made it so because it's entrepreneurs, startups. And with that package, what we do, we develop your website, your logo, your business cards, uh, create all your social media platforms and the graphics that goes with them. So your graphics for your your LinkedIn, your graphics for your Facebook and your Twitter and so forth. 
Um, and then we also have a custom component where we review your business model. So what's your business model? What's your messaging? Help you to fine tune that and um, give you personal, you know, one-on-one consulting time. You know, what do you need help with? And fill in the gap with that. And those engagements last anywhere from, you know, a month to six months, uh, depending mm-hmm. on um, the size package that, you know, one picks. But it's, it's, it's tremendous value. Um, because like you said, you know, we're your bookkeeper. I mean, we don't do bookkeeping, but we're like your bookkeeper right. where we get all that stuff done for you, right. all that um, we help implement your tactics behind your strategy. When you work with entrepreneurs and you help them, what do they come back and say in terms of um, why they stay in it and what works for them? What do you hear from entrepreneurs? Um, well, you know, I hear a lot of, I have to do this for my family. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of, I've always wanted to do mm-hmm. this. You know, I hear a lot of, um, you know, it's, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to, but I know I don't want to stay where I am. Mm-hmm. You know? And for me, you'd hear, this is my calling. This is and my I, calling. Yeah. yeah. And even when, when, I, um, when I made this into a full-time business, you know, as a baby boomer, I didn't know what I was doing as an entrepreneur, but I mm-hmm. knew I had to do this. Right. And I figured it out. Right. I'm not saying that's the best way to do it. You should take your course first. I should take your course first because I didn't know you then. Right, right, right. But that's, right, right. you know, that, that would short circuit it. Right. And that would help you. I did hire someone right away, though, because mm-hmm. I really, it was just overwhelming to me. Yeah. And they kind of, you know, they helped me. They guided me. And right. that's it's like a coach. It was very important. Yeah. It was very important. And, and the thing so, about my course as well um, is if I don't do it, I don't teach it. And um, even the other instructors, right. we, want to we drink example. our own Kool-Aid exactly. and um, exactly. you know, make our own failures as well. What would you like to leave our listeners with today? What is your message for our listeners about entrepreneurship and leadership, the bootstrap boot camp? What's your message? I, you know, I think that everyone has the ability to be an entrepreneur. I think that everyone has the ability to have multiple streams of income. I think everyone should understand who they are and who they're designed to be and to live that full life being you. Right. I mean, this may not else. be for you, right? Entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. But if you have a nine to five, remember you're an entrepreneur with an empl- a, a one client. Okay. So everyone can have that entrepreneurial mindset. mindset. You should strive, not strive, but you should um, move towards being a creator and not just an implementer mm-hmm. so that you're not always um, recreating yourself in the sense of, you know, I need to learn new tools, which you should always be learning. Uh, but you should, you know, what problems can I solve? How can I move forward and make the world a better place? You should, you know, um, you know, move towards having great social impact while you're generating mm-hmm. revenue. And making money is not bad. We need yeah. money to do every, almost everything. Right. Making That's money is wonderful. That's the tool. You know, and you can do more. You can do more. If, more if you have a problem no with your money, I'll take it. You know, I'll do something <laughs> with it. But they All can right. go hand in hand. Thank you so much, Kino. Thank you so much. All right, Kino Mullings, Managing Director of the Mullings Group and founder of the Institute of Entrepreneurship and Leadership. He does trainings online. He does phone consultations. You can come to Rhode Island and do a regular workshop with him, but he does work with people all over the country and all over the world. Websites again. TheMullingsGroup.com, that's T-H-E-M-U-L-L-I-N-G-S group.com or bootstrapbootcamp.com. And if you want to take a taste, you can go to bootstrapbootcamp.com slash free. And we have a free, um, you know, you can look at all the, the, the workshop slides right there. Thank you. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you, Patricia. All right, everyone. I want to close with the way I always close my show. Stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Like me on Facebook. 
Patricia Raskin or Patricia Raskin Raskin Resources. I have both personal and business pages. And then you can like me on Twitter and LinkedIn. And um, you can also be on my email list, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. And I'll send you my newsletter so you can see who all the great guests are who come on my show, such as Kino. Again, thank you, Kino Mullen. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm in the Hall of Fame now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank all you. right, everyone. Talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.